Welcome to the Binge by the FBAI. This is Samir Malkani, your host for today. Uh, the episode actually takes you through summations from uh, the stirring, which is a casual panel discussion and discussion from industry people in the food, drink, and hospitality industry. Last night's stirring was brought to you by Gourmet Passport, and we discussed essentially the evolution of cocktails and the wine while dining out in India. Uh, you will hear summations from each of the members and their perspectives on the same. Thank you. Okay, um, looking at my around about last 10 years and being involved with starting with uh, single malt and then going on to wines and then coming back to cocktails. Like I was sharing with my friend that my first cocktail which I learned to make was 96 with Shadbi. Okay, so that's how old I am. And uh, the evolution which I see, uh, whenever you go to a restaurant, the first thing I look at is uh, how long is your cocktail menu and how long is your drinks menu. Earlier it used to be two pages of drinks menu with half a page or quarter page of a cocktail menu. Today it is changing to one and a half pages of a cocktail menu to a drinks menu. Second is cocktails, though expensive, are still not expensive. A good cocktail in a decent place, restaurant, not a five-star property, but a restaurant is anything starting between 375 going up to 750. A Glenfiddich at 30 ml will still cost you 750. So most of the uh, mall drinkers or whiskey drinkers have slowly started realizing that it's better to try out new stuff outside and drink the scotch at home which is cheaper. Having said that, uh, one of the things which I notice is the age group into molecular versus really good cocktails. Uh, the people who understand wines and cocktails don't want a lot of fusion stuff into wine and cocktails. They are happy with what they know. They are happy with continuing that wine when they go out. And I think the next two years should see a drastic change into the wine industry per se. I speak this with reasonable authority and willing to bet because uh, I always use up uh, Gujarat, Indore and the small places as places which tell me what the trend is going to be. And I see every Uttran or Sankranti or Diwali, uh, Gujarat runs out of wine. What does it tell you? It's a good sign. It's, it's a very, very good sign. And that's it. Could I, can I also speak about cocktails, if, yeah. if you don't mind? Uh, so I, I'm going to start with uh, uh, something about cocktails. Uh, I, I, used to, I used to be a bar manager at Taj, and I wanted always to get into mixology, but then it shifted. But I do have friends in the uh, cocktail industry, and, and I never drank cocktails before because nobody really made a good cocktail before. The first time I had a good cocktail was in Delhi at this restaurant called Perch, who, which one of my very close friends from college uh, used to work there. Now he's brand ambassador for Monkey Shoulder. Some of you might know him, uh, Pankaj. Some of you might know him. Uh, he did a very interesting class here uh, some days back, uh, saying that 
so every time every time you know somebody as demi said that when people came and said that we want to try a cocktail and the bartenders had the confidence to say you know why don't you try something else you know don't have a cosmo or don't have a lit i don't even know if that's a cocktail or no i'm sorry but uh, uh, but <laughs> you know like you no know, you get this everywhere else like why don't you try something that we have made and we have created and i think that's changing because every every off i go out and try a new restaurant and everywhere i go they tell me oh and i purposely tell them you know i want to have a cosmo or a whiskey sour or you know any classical cocktail and Don't nine yeah and 9 out of 10 times the bartender tell me oh you know you get this everywhere else you know why don't you try something else and i think that's a very good sign um bringing in the cocktail culture and and um i i wrote a i wrote a lot about uh, i mean i spoke a lot about thirsty city even to my even to uh, zorawar kalra and uh, uh, his wife and uh, uh, i said you know when you are here you know we should go and uh, you know try some cocktails there and it's a lot of again it, it's a lot of two way um, education and information given that you know this is what is happening and why don't you try and come and try this out and a lot of people now at this well you know i hate saying this generation but uh, a lot of people now are wanting to experiment they want to try new stuff they are bored with the old cosmos and lits and martinis and mojitos they want to try new cocktails and i think it's a lot of places like thirsty city and i've had the best you know if you want to have like i had a cocktail with jamun in it at coco and i was blown away uh, last year when when it was a uh, jamun season no the gin cocktail yeah and so a lot of bars in bombay who have a lot of experience who have people who have a lot of experience who've gone outside and come back and gotten a lot of information are doing very well and i think we're going to very soon beat delhi i think in in terms of cocktail yeah. culture we are we are it's a fact it's a fact yeah. and the restaurant culture yeah. also we are yeah. now yeah 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 okay and uh, i'm still here to talk about wine and when it comes to wine i think so it's growing almost double every year the consumption is growing double there's a lot of appreciation for a lot of specific specific grape varieties uh i sell a lot of pinot noirs like unimaginable amounts of pinot noir unimaginable amounts of sparkling wine and prosecco no no not at all no so it's it's something that it's some no so when i get a customer they say oh i want to try a chardonnay and it's so no and it's so nice that somebody knows what they want to have I have people coming in telling me that's a you know I try this wine in Sicily do you have it on the menu it's supposed to be very nice and I went and I tried that wine and it was fantastic and I'm listing it on the menu so the problem is that a lot of people in wine don't have authority at the moment it's still changing there are very few people in Bombay who have authority I know there's Harish at table I do it for uh, massive uh, is thirsty cities there. Uh, Coco has some very great wine list. Uh, Mr. Rahul Akirkar, yeah. I've I mean I saw the wine list, but so they are opening a new restaurant with a good wine list with you know. So it's happening, it's happening slowly. There are a lot of good things happening, 
a lot of importers are supporting us you know i forgot to mention this actually uh, a very good point is a lot of importers are supporting us every month we do at least two times we do a blind tasting where we ourselves get a bottle of wine which we have and we pour it to each other and taste it blind and a lot of importers you know because we there are times where we cannot afford certain wines and uh, we have a group where the importers say you know what if you are doing a tasting you can't afford just come to us we'll give it to you at a better price if you want it for a tasting and i think that's a very very good thing that it happened and it's not like we asked for it we were just having a discussion and they said you know you want to try it just pull in money we'll give it to at least so we have some people giving it us at half a price just so that they make us try good wines um and we have mr sanjay menon uh, yeah. most of you might know uh, mr menon from a long time uh, he's been doing this thing so he came to us one day he said y'all taste you know you don't have the money to taste good wines so we made a group so every month you know he messages on the group you know i have some super tuscans lying so let's do a super tuscan class so we are like okay you know and 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 in a day we taste like eight super tuscans um uh, uh two weeks back we tasted wines by him and they are not some of them are not even part of his portfolio it's just some wines that he has and we yeah last night i we sat and calculated the amount the, the selling price of the wine it was 8 and a half lakhs for him is special 8 and a half lakhs in one tasting that's remarkable that, that that's special. and he does this every month he picks one region he like you know i have some wines from california and he'll make us sit and he'll teach us for one hour and That's it. So a lot of people are supporting us it's in doing that. It's a good thing to empower the trade. Yes, and it's a very, very good thing to do that. So Sanjay Menon is like Vidya of wine. Yes. Passionate. Yeah, 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 yeah. They don't look at the commercial angle. He wants to teach us. He wants to teach us. That's it. In the just in the interest of time, so that all the voices are heard, we just have to be brief about the point we want to make. That is still on. Okay, so uh, I mean, I'm just going to share something from a consumer's perspective uh, because that's where I think most of my work lies. Uh, well, I would say that the consumer is definitely curious and they want to learn more. And I feel, as a wine industry, we are probably behind in terms of what the consumer wants to know. And for me personally, it's a learning every day that what is it that consumers want to know and what is it that they are looking for, uh, what are the price points that that they are looking for. From that to right to the point that what is the knowledge that they want to gain about wine. And I feel as um, as proponents of the wine industry, uh, it is it is our duty to kind of educate them. And I think that is where the the maximum. uh you know in terms of even the commercials of the industry it's only going to grow as people learn more and more about wine and as we spread the culture of wine even more right from you know smaller outlets to the more fancier outlets i think every kind of every kind of restaurant or every kind of bar needs to do their bit and not just the restaurant on a bar but even as a producer or as an importer i feel that it is it is their duty to kind of promote this culture because ultimately it is only this team work in the industry that's going to pro- you know propagate the culture otherwise without that if we are just kind of trying to build this on our own at individual levels the growth will probably be smaller 
but if we do it together as importers as producers as influencers or as event curators or whatever you want to call it i think if we do it together then that is where i think the maximum fun lies yeah. right thanks ali yeah yeah i mean uh, well so i think we've covered a lot of points and lot of observations so starting with the most important point he said that uh, you can actually uh, raise the bar by using any ingredient you know you said by using a lot of ingredients like local produce so i believe in that so i was attending a advanced mixology uh, class master class in london uh, at the gibson gibson one of the world's best bar by marian beck i was there at, uh, i mean uh, it was a two day two, two day long course and uh, i see this packet of haldiram son papdi so I was like like so it's a, it's an indian sweet you know and i'm like what the heck is this in the you know doing here in the bar and uh, to my surprise so we all orgiate like the almond syrup so that was being used as a substitute to orgiate like the almond syrup they blended it and uh, used it in the cocktail so i mean it it could actually go to that level i felt proud and happy and funny at the same time so one is yeah i mean uh, sky is the limit to use uh, any ingredient and uh, the best of it would be local ingredient uh, apart from this uh, yeah again educating the customer which everyone sort of agreed upon passing on all the benefits to them and most important is eventually you know i mean we're going the right way i mean uh, whether it's delhi bombay we all getting there because uh i would say it's on a macro level the observation is earlier people never traveled that much today everybody uh, either goes to dubai or a bangkok they would witness bars like a westpen bangkok or a hendrix at four seasons in dubai so uh, there's more of familiarity with international bars more of exposure and most important uh, credit goes to people like uh, him flying down saying uh, Keshav having a, a wall bnl so a lot of pop ups which have now emerged in the last 2 3 years so this is i mean all of this is contributing to the cocktail and wine culture so hats off to it yeah thank you thank you yeah. uh as per the wine is concerned i want to say that uh, as you all know that the uh, climate is very unfair for wines indian climate so rather than educating i mean we have to educate the staff we have to educate everyone we have to educate the customer but then we also have to educate the distributors who are storing the wines we have to educate the staff who are storing the wines in the restaurants by mistreating i mean to say that people are mistreated 90% of the restaurants in india are mistreating wines because they don't keep indian wines especially because it's not that expensive yes. they keep it in a very sad corner not good temperature not good temperatures and the wine gets spoiled and it tastes like vinegar but that same wine is a very good wine if you will taste it in their own vineyards i have tried in sula i'm, I'm sure you all have been to sula vineyards in fatali the same wines the same bottle the same grape the same variety is tasting very well but you if you try in lok in uh, local or you will you will go to uh, lot of the drinks or you will go to especially in social i mean you see what they are giving so it's not the fault of the wine it's not the fault of the indian wine if you want to promote the wine culture you have to take care of that so you have to educate your distributors also how they are traveling where they are keeping in their stores i am sure shweta knows how people store their wines then coming to cocktails i want to say that one lifetime is very short to explore all the indian flavors because 
there are lot of flavors i have i have not even achieved 5% till now it's been 10 years 8 years in bar 2 years in service and i want to travel the whole india and i want to gather all the best flavor couples which are there in the food and i want to bring that into the bar so that's what i want to do second thing we have to educate the new generation which are coming into the bar the new bartenders molecular if i if i'll talk about molecular we have started that molecular in bar in 2014 from farzi i was in 3 years i was in massif so i know what we have done through molecular gastronomy but it, it was a complete disaster when it passed on to other restaurants and today also we will we will witness all these things which are happening lot of issues have happened it's not easy to do so there has to be a full knowledge before we take a step through that so that's it so i haven't said anything because i like you know i was rather that i would listen to you guys and then what i had to say i'd say uh the question that i thought that people didn't answer here is how do you sell the wine which every one of you was asking so from uh when i started working i started working at indigo the main one which was there for 13 years and then sadly turned out disaster they used to train the staff from the hostess to the service to the management everyone and train in terms that everybody used to do tasting and that was my first job as a hostess i knew shit about wine and i even got drunk in four sips to be honest i was like okay and then you know sniff and then um, palate okay and then through and i was like i'm not spitting i'm taking it in then after that so in indigo how they used to sell the wine oh, they come to the table and then madam this is from la 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 and you know this is from france and this is oh, oh. and in the back you know like he's going to sell the bottle and he's going to get 10000 rupees in his pocket you know that's what the staff is talking about then from there of selling all that bullshit uh, obviously the bottle sold i went to another restaurant where everybody knows kamal sidhu Kamal Sidhu, Nico Bombay in uh, Kalagora, yeah. and I went there and I worked behind the bar from a hostess. Went to the bar. One o'clock in the night, this lady comes. Ma'am, I want a wine. I said, Ma'am, I know shit about wine. You know what I learned about wine is that you know, uh, sweet, dry, red, white. Those were the questions I asked her. She said, Sweet, not dry, please. I said, Okay. that time i liked uh, james basket press very much i loved it i said here you know try this she's like can i get a trial and she i with that time we were only selling it by the bottle i was like ma'am you know what at this hour do me a favor i opened it i poured it i said try it you like it if you like it take the bottle if you don't like it i'll keep it back now she takes it she takes a sip of course she loves it and then she's like i sold another three bottles that night to that lady so It's not that how much you know about wine or how much you don't know about wine. Ask the guests what they want. You know, sweet, dry, red, white. So you really need to roll the pack for what? In some way. In some yes, in some way. But I didn't have to do all that jazz that you know Indigo did, Madam, and from yeah, here and from there. I didn't have to do all that. I just have to put the bottle and say go for it. Uh, yeah, it's it's a, it's a baby, you know. So no. I sold three bottles compared to that guy. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
You know, so for a restaurant, a bar menu is equally important as the food menu. So when you have a mixologist who's crafting and curating a cocktail menu, you want guests to enjoy that. And I'm a consumer also at the end of the day. And how to bridge that gap. And the way I look at it, you know, um, I just feel if there were manufacturers who were doing bitters and Campari at, and so that we could buy it cheap, it would really help. Because at the end of the day, it's all these add-ons which really add to the cost and the consumer has to pay for it. We've seen evolution in Paul John, Desmond G. A whole lot of Indian players are coming up. I'm waiting for the person to do Campari. <laughs> and as far as, yeah, seriously. <laughs> really? Let's talk. Okay. And for wine culture to evolve and for guests to have, I just feel it's very important for the brand ambassadors and the owners to continuously train the staff. Doing a session once a month, once in six months for two hours, doesn't cut it at all. So instead of giving us, we're not looking for 12 plus 2 and 12 plus 3. At the end of the day, the goal is the same. You want to sell to us, we want to sell to the customers. So why will I look for a freebie? Because it's really not going in my pocket. We're just trying to pass the benefit to the consumer. So if you could spend that money by ensuring that, you know, take turns, have somebody for a week, have somebody for two weeks. There's so many people that we deal with. And if you could continuously have a sommelier or somebody who's trained, we won't need those deals. Really, think about it. You remember that a very refreshing niche within the restaurant. You said very, very encouraging for Um, I think I would just like to add one thing that I've been fortunate to be on all three sides of the table where I'm a consumer first, um, someone who runs a bar second and third, someone who imports and makes our own beer and also sells it in the, in the industry, right? So like you said, um, people who sell alcohol to restaurants should invest in training sessions and you know, and then the restaurants will not need discounts and stuff like that. I wholeheartedly believe in that. So we are a beer brand that actually does not give any discounts in the market or uh, fall prey to FOC stock and stuff like that because that's something that I don't believe in as a, as a, as a company, as a brand, and that's something that I don't do. Um, as, a, as an outlet that I run here and that we as a team run here, uh, like I said earlier, we strive to give a differentiated product and an experience to the Indian consumer if you want the Indian consumer to evolve and be educated. You cannot rely on the consumer to educate himself. You have to be party to that to educate the customer and the consumer and hence take that risk. And I think that's what we are trying to do here. And I would just request and say to the industry that I think we all should together do that. That's Thank you. Santosh. Pass it on. Santosh, he knows what I'm going to say. Come on, he knows what I'm going to say. So yeah, so being a bar manager and like traveling around for a few Asian countries and working with few guest bartenders around the world, the trend which I am seeing, which will do great in India, one is sustainability. So using best out of best, using all the part of ingredient to make a cocktail or ingredient. For example, we did a drink called coconut wine, which is made from coconut. So we use the coconut meat and water. We ferment that and we use the same coconut and we made a glass out of that. And the leftover part of the coconut meat and the husk, 
we have smoked that in the same glass. So it was a nice presentation. Served table side. Looks really cool. It's Instagram friendly. And yeah, so it's best out of best. We are not throwing anything. We are using all the part of things. And yeah. <laughs> And yeah, and using unusual ingredient, it's like I really like using unusual ingredient, which people haven't used before yeah. to make a cocktail out of. Like I'm traveling around like mad. Like I live in a place called Virar, which is far away from here. So it takes like one and a half hour by train. But I'm very lucky that there are so many like natural fruits and vegetable which is grown on that area, which is easily available on a cheaper price. For example, there's a fruit called wood apple, which is a very common fruit. It's like 10 rupees of fruit. And it it's a great cocktail ingredient. Yeah. It almost tastes like passion fruit, and you can make nice cocktail out of that. So ingredient like that, and then there is a fruit called mawa, which is a very common Indian fruit. So making cocktail out of that, so it's something very nice, interesting. And like whenever uh, like our bar team, whenever they get a chance, they bring some ingredient or fruit or herb, and they experiment with that, and like offer to our guests, and even they are amazed with the kind of flavor because it's different. They have never tried the flavors before, so it's something which we are really working on, and yeah, and for wines, like it's a great thing, but yeah, I am still learning wines. It's a great thing, but I focus on cocktail. Then we can talk about wine. Okay, great. So uh, I'm Aditi. I uh, really conquer with uh, Santosh's thoughts that uh, there's a certain sense of pride that Indian consumers will always take when it comes to local ingredients being used in cocktails and mocktails because uh, they relate to it. They have a sense of uh, wellness that they associate with it. And of course, there's a sense of sense of pride and local uh, angle to it that really kind of uh, you know brings that relatability in um, having said that there was a uh, you know a continuing discussion about uh, Indian players um, versus international wine brands that are trying to kind of uh, you know set market in India I think uh, there are two angles to that there one is capturing a part of the existing wine market and developing newer wine, wine uh, enthusiast markets in India. And I think uh, both are very, very thriving. There's every day a certain delta of the population who is consciously getting into tasting different kind of wines and who, because wine has that sort of aspiration value uh, uh, to it and that aspiration angle to it. That is the reason why increasingly a 28 to 45 year old age group is consciously trying to try new wines because um, they want to be the uh, you know the the new ones within their social circles to have tried something new. So I think there's uh, there, there's a, there's a stretch right there and there's potential across both these markets and uh, while one uh, uh, space has definitely that knowledge building and training as as a key role to play. The other uh, space, I think, can you know, which is the mass space, can actually thrive uh, simply by having um, you know a, a definitive menu, uh, you know, description about the kind of wine and the kind of foods and dishes that go with it. I think, for from a consumer lens, I would say that that really helps me choosing what I really want to go for. And if I'm and and since drinking is part of the socio-economic fabric in at least a city like Mumbai today. I, price point is not really a concern, but I would rather go for something that really pairs well with the food, and I think that's really that's really uh, something that brands should take notice of. 
So that's that's my two cents. Thanks. I think from today's discussion, you know, um, it's heartening to know that 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 there are restauranters, you know, who are valuing a, a product, you know, for what it is. And you know, so it's 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 really unfair also to to generalize everyone. All everyone say everyone's after commercials, but it's nice to see that you know some some people are doing you know different uh, long wine lists, wine lists by the glass. And I think uh, the trend going forward is I think wine is is having its it's going to get its place in the sun. You know, where it, it gets its its place in in the menu. Uh, it, it gets the respect it deserves, you know, just like it is. It is overseas. And uh, in terms of in terms of Indian wines, I think what we as producers need to do, and as I for one really at least a takeout from from today, is to spend more time with uh, with staff, with, with training staff. Uh, number one, so that they know they can they can they can talk confidently to customers. And secondly, is, is is like is like you said, you know, is like even talking to the customer, you know, helping you speak to the customer, reach out for a better experience, so that they 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 they, they discern, you know, then they they enjoy what they're having and they know they understand better what they're having with their food, and so that's the takeout community. <clears throat> uh, my peek on the thing. I want some some Indian manufacturer should take the decision to correct the pricing. It's a big risk for them, but once somebody does it, it's going to change the entire industry scenario. We all speak in the forum, but everybody is scared to take that step. That is for the wine, and I'm very happy the way Indian ingredients are used by Arjun, uh, Dimi, and all the other people, Pratik, and all. That should continue. That should continue. India have a vast, vast list of stuff, which no none other country have got so much of stuff. That's it. I'll end my note to that. Hi, I'm going to talk as a consumer here, um, coming from a school which was completely organic farm, and what I see here in cocktail, a lot of Indian ingredients have been used here, which is really nice to see because we only use it in the food, but seeing in the cocktails coming in, it's really a appealing thing for me. And about wine, what I see, as they say, that Indian wine is very difficult to get that flavor because of the weather conditions. I think we need to appreciate it more because our people are giving 200% to get the same wine which has been treated yeah, yeah. outside. So we need to appreciate that as well. So a lot of sommeliers are here, and the next step I'm going to take is I'm going to educate myself more on the wine tasting now. I think my main takeaway here has uh, it's been extremely uh, enlightening as well as promising. There's a lot of hope that I'd go back with. Um, it's one thing that I would definitely think of more than anything else is that we need to focus more on education, empowerment of our staff, um, of of whether it's from the F&B side or whether it's from the brand side or whether it's a consumer. Education, empowerment would make a huge difference. But we all need to work together. To kind of build this entire industry going forward. Yeah, I think um, I'll stick to that in two words: 
stick together whether it is wine cocktails whatever as an industry we need to support each other and be together and education 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 that's all yeah